The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The dream that came through a million years, that lived on through all the tears. It came here, the Fandom Nexus. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to our host as he plugged in his microphone. I have a podcast! Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. Hello, hello, and yes, I know it's been about three weeks, I guess, since you've heard from me. Uh, It's been kind of a wild week. I meant to have a show at the two-week mark, as we've been kind of going every two weeks, but it's been a wild week, and we're even having a hard time getting this third show. This is our, what, fourth attempt? Uh, I've been having some technology errors with the new technology. Would you believe it? So, surprise, surprise. Yeah, guess what? That voice, that wasn't Eric, and that wasn't Philip. Did you recognize that voice? Some of you long-term people might remember this voice. Say something again. Something. You're supposed to say something again. That was something again. There you go. See? <laughs> we got jokes on this show. We got jokes. <laughs> but yes, that is my wife, the Wendy nerd. Hi. Hi. Yes, the introvert. We brought her back. We haven't talked to her. In, well, I've talked to her every day, but you haven't gotten to hear from her in a while. So I thought it'd be fun to have her on because I've been having a heck of a time, you know, getting things coordinated this week and uh we got some fun coming up this week what we're gonna do is of course i got a lot of things to talk about but uh raiders of the lost ark uh is at its 40th anniversary can you believe that 40 Whoop. years ago Yay. Uh, also 41 years since the empire strikes back was just this week i know that's some people's like favorite it's not mine yeah i, I do enjoy it the, i have to watch the next one after that yeah. i can't just take one and leave everything as it is you know i want to yeah. resolve and empires is a good one but yeah see the what i i remember hearing uh, i think it was the voice of um i can't think of the actor's name but he did the force unleashed game and he voiced the main character but he was talking like what part of what makes empire as great as it is is because of what happens in return of the jedi it helps resolve because when you take everything you learn that okay spoiler warning but it's a it's a 40 year old movie okay yeah. 40 plus year, but Return of, the, well, Return of the Jedi, I guess, isn't quite 40 yet. But when you take into account what that, you know, the Anakin is still in there and he's like, this is my son. And he still cares that that is his son. It When you take that into account, what you learn in Return of the Jedi and you go back and watch Empire, you understand why he was searching for Luke long before the Emperor goes in the midway through the movie. says, oh, hey, we have a new enemy. You know, that, that guy who destroyed the Death Star, you know, we need to go deal with that. Vader had already been going out. He knew who that was. Mm-hmm. He knew that was his son. And what is Vader trying to do? Bring him in with him. He wants his son back. He wants to bring his son to the dark side. He does. And as Luke even points out, Return of the Jedi, you couldn't kill me. Yeah. Could you? You couldn't bring yourself to do it because Darth Vader whooped his butt in Empire Strikes Back. Let's face it. Well, it, it's kind of like uh, sending a puppy into like a big dog fight. Like he he barely knew anything at all. Yeah. And he kind of rushed into it, which is Yoda was like, no, don't like, <laughs> don't go because you're going to this is not going to be good. Unfortunate I mean, it, that you rushed to face him. That yeah. incomplete was your training. Yeah. Well, and then you have also not just that, but you've got all the romantic development that happens that, you know, you got, a, a, you know, two of the characters, you know, Han and Leia that mm-hmm. kind of start, you kind of see that 
love hate thing going on and as it develops eventually you get to where like oh yeah they like each other and now they're not together anymore yeah han could have died in the carbonite and you know he's been taken by a bounty hunter i mean like there's all this stuff that's kind of left at a climax you've got all the cool like cloud city stuff that i mean blew my mind when i watched it because i was like oh my gosh it's not a planet like it's a planet that floats and the planet is actually it's gas, gas you know <laughs> there are actual real planets like that though isn't oh, there yeah, and the yeah. jupiter just nothing but a big ball of so, gas yeah so you've got your gas giants uh your gas giants which are like um basically from yeah jupiter on out so jupiter and uh Saturn and Neptune and Uranus and uh, not Pluto though not Pluto Pluto does not have like he's it's just rock well Pluto is the dog anyway <laughs> well and <laughs> um anyway so yeah Pluto Pluto is is a rock it's not gas but yeah, yeah they um scientists and I'm, I'm sorry i'm putting my scientific hat here because that's why that's what you do you're a biology teacher why are you teaching us planets I taught physical science. That was my first okay. teaching job. Okay. And so, you know, anyway, so they even suspect there's not even a, uh, a surface of the planet. They think that it, some of them may just be gas. So they, they try to send probes in to see, okay, can we get through all of the, the gas in the atmosphere to get and see if there's something on, you yeah. know, on anyway. But anyways, okay. But yeah, I, well, that's still fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Empire, yeah, so Bespin, of course, and that's the mind stuff apparently from the gas. Yeah, it was, like it was it was the Tavana gas mine, I believe they call it. So I wonder what sort of gases they would get, because you know that's one of the things when you get into some of the stuff when you find out like with with, with Baru and Owen, they were you know moisture, moisture farmers. farmers, which makes sense because they're in a desert. You want, but the I moisture. wonder when they'd get the moisture, would they also be able to grow uh, any crops? But you don't really see any crops there on their little farm. But it's interesting. But they would, you know, they would use these devices to get moisture, I guess, out of the air. Well, they could get off a lot of the sand. I mean, if there's yeah. you know, understanding. But it's just interesting, weird little details. Well, I, I would presume. But I'm still trying to preview the episode. We're going to go tangents everywhere. It's You said like that was. I know. I'm trying, I was trying to let everybody know what we were going to Because this is one of the things, yes. Uh, but so we, I, we're also. Uh, Cruella came out and we didn't see it. But I can tell you what everybody else thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't want to see it. Yeah, but I can tell what other people think, so we'll talk about that. Uh, also, what we have here in front of us, uh, I, I had some fun at a garage sale, and I found some some DC Comics games. One is a like a Justice League strategy game, very complex. We don't have time to learn it, but I found a deck building type of game. We're gonna learn try to learn how to play it and play it here, as we're also discussing Raiders of the Lost Ark and just whatever stuff. You know, we'll be randomly talking stuff. We're gonna try to learn how to play a game. Heather's giving me this look like oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, I don't know. I mainly was going to do this with Philip, but Philip couldn't be here. Uh, so <laughs> Philip is the big DC comic fan. I think Eric is even the big DC fan. Uh, so I'm more of the Marvel guy. But you know this this could be fun. It's a it's a game. We're going to play a game together, and we're going to talk all this fun stuff. But yeah, okay. It's so the figuring out the game part that kind of concerns me. I I'm the one that likes to preview and read the directions. And the thing is, the directions are written as a step by step to walk you through a setup and a turn. Okay. So we're going to get through this. This will be just like when I taught you how to play Magic the Gathering. Okay. <laughs> Which we haven't touched on in a long time. But we still played it. But this this should be somewhat like that. You know, we're just going to we're gonna be playing as a hero. And we're going to try to, uh, you know, defeat more villains than the other player does. Apparently is what it does. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to play. It'll be great. So, but yeah, so all the fun details of Empire. But yes, as, as the point of everything we were saying is like the, the Empire is actually made better because of what you learned from Return of the Jedi. And so part of what makes Empire so great is 
when you take into the knowledge of everything you learn in Return of the Jedi and apply that to the story. And even, you know, it does, Empire does set up a lot of things in Return of the Jedi because with Han being gone, you know, last thing he was, I love you, I know, and now he's come back and... You know, hey, well, Luke and Leia almost seem to have this weird kinship thing. Then, you know, what have they been do up to when I've been gone? Maybe they're kind of back. And so he's kind of in that mentality. So uh, and that's where, you know, in order to cleanly wrap that up, we have the brother sister thing that was written in there that to kind of helps nicely wrap up a triangle. So <laughs> why well, you got a weird look on your face? I don't know. I'm not sure where we we're going with the conversation. But yeah, but I, the, the point of like Empire, why everybody likes Empire, when you really think about it, it's because of Return of the Gem- Jedi that okay. makes Empire. I mean, Empire is a great movie, but Return of the Jedi is what, you know, the actor, what I said before, the, the actor who had played in that game, that's one of the things that he brought in, it was saying in a, in a, I think a Rebel Force radio. And I heard that. I said, you know, he's got a heck of a good point mm-hmm. that Empire is good, but it's even better when you take into account everything you learn in Return of the Jedi and you come back and retroactively watch Empire, taking into account that we know that. Vader Anakin was still in there and wanted his son back and it makes Empire have that much more meaning and make Empire that much of a better of a movie so yes I still like Return of the Jedi better yeah Return of the Jedi is a lot more fun it wraps everything up but uh, I I still I still put the original that was my top because if not for that one we wouldn't have the other two yeah well and I and I watched them all out in a weird order because I saw the first one multiple times and then one time um, Empire was on TV and I tried to watch it my mom stopped me uh, so I wasn't actually allowed to watch The Empire Strikes Back for a, uh, a good long time. I actually saw Return of the Jedi before I actually saw uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Well, see, I read the book, though, of I, Empire. The first Star Wars movie that I saw of any of any length, and it wasn't even, I don't think it was even the full movie. I think it was just part of it, and that was Return of the Jedi. Like, I watched that. That was my first thing that I saw, and I know that I'd seen certain clips of, like, the first one, uh, you know, A New Hope. But, like, I, it was kind of like one of those things that my cousin especially knew all about it and, like, just loved all of that. He had all the figures and had, like, the big Darth Vader head, you know. And like he spoiled that. the entire thing for you, didn't he, before you even saw it, didn't well, he? yeah, he told me about Luke and Leia, you know, and, and the like. And, but I didn't really understand because I didn't understand any yeah. of it. Well, I actually, uh, I saw the ending of Return of the Jedi before I'd seen all of it because I was over at... Uh, well, you know, Shirley, she was giving me a haircut. Yeah, That's yeah. Philip's mom when we were younger. And they were watching Return of the Jedi over in the other room. Uh, and I could kind of see. So I was kind of watching. And they have that whole scene there at the end. Oh. He's my brother. And I actually from the other room said, what? Oh. And they're like, well, you haven't seen this? No, I've never seen. I haven't even seen the Empire. Mm. And they're like, oh, and they stopped the tape right there. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't see the, the final ending. It's like, oh, now, see, I didn't get to see them all until I was in high school. And I don't remember what year it was. But for Christmas, we bought the trilogy, uh, the new after like they had come out of the theaters and or maybe it was before they did the theaters. I don't remember which one came first, the, the theater re-release. Or... It was re-released in the theaters multiple times. But are you talking okay. about the 1997-20 year special edition release? Uh, maybe. Because that would that would but, have been your last year in high school anyway, 97. But no, well, I had it before then, though. That's the thing is like well I, then you had you you had the original versions then so I watched that first yeah so but they weren't original they were tidied up they were not well they uh, had the THX clean. editions that's that came out and they 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 kind of fixed up the audio and the picture and so th- brought in the THX but they didn't alter the films they just you know yeah they didn't m- add made the quality brought the quality up yeah know, like anyway so I saw that I mean I binge watched that and before I even knew what binge watching was I mean I just put them in and just watched them all and I was like finally I get to watch all of these because I'd seen little clips and people had talked about it and all that kind of stuff 
but actually seeing it through its entirety, I was in high school, which is, I think, kind of a crying shame being that I'm, you know, of that generation. Yeah, you should be able to see it. And I actually saw Indiana Jones, speaking of Indiana Jones, yep. we were gonna talk way, Raiders. Before, yeah. way before Star Wars. You know, I had a, a weird on my way as of watching Indiana Jones. Of course, the Indiana Jones films, you can watch very independently, you know. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to watch them all. But, like, the first one that I saw was when we rented the Temple of Doom. Because, and I'd seen bits, the only bits of Raiders of the Lost Ark I'd really seen, I'd seen a little bit of the truck chase, but I saw, when I was way too young to see it, the the face melting. Oh. I didn't know what kind of movies these were, but I seen the face melting. I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to watch these. And then Temple of Doom, we rent it and we got all the way up to the hearts being ripped out. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to watch this. But I came back into the living room and I watched the rest of it and enjoyed it. And then eventually wanted to watch Raiders. And I did see Raiders and, and, and stuff. And before, like, Last Crusade had come out. And by the time Last Crusade was coming in the theaters, I was super excited and wanted to see it. But uh, we didn't get to see it until we rented it. Although there was one time uh, we were watching something at a drive and I can't remember what we went to go see, but Philip was with us and Philip and I kept watching the screen behind us where they were showing the last crusade. Oh. And we were like, Oh man, oh, I wonder what's happening. We couldn't hear it. We're like, Oh man. Oh dude. He just fell off the side of the cliff. Oh my gosh. What just I happened? Would be better in sound. Yeah. You know, cause we were in between, cause it was a longer movie than whatever movie we were there to see. And I can't yeah. even think of what movie it was. You didn't care. Cause you I, were watching behind you. But no, it was, it was a decent movie. It was something we were like, Oh, okay. But I was like, mom, you know, Indiana Jones is playing on the other screen. <laughs> Come on, Mom, why aren't we watching The Last Crusade? Which Last Crusade is my favorite of those. I Probably because Sean, Sean Connery getting at it in there. I love Sean Connery anyway. But yeah. them together were just great. I love The Last Crusade. But the fun thing is when you compare, like when you look at Star Wars and the, the, the Indiana Jones movies, this is George Lucas proving that retro has always been cool because he was basically creating the stuff he liked when he was a kid he was making new versions of his retro style that he grew up liking. And so here we are in an era where that retro style is coming back in film and in music and whatever. We, you know, the stuff that we liked as a kid is coming back with a new He-Man series, two new He-Man series actually this summer. I mean, it, it doesn't go away. The stuff we liked as a kid, we bring it back as we, when, we, when we're adults, we bring it back. Well, now. And George Lucas, I think, showed us how that works. Yeah, so you were talking about like the, of the Indiana Jones, which one that you saw first. And this was another one where, like, my cousins always knew, like, they, they well, see, they had cable. So, like, oh, they, yeah, they, I had cable, too. <laughs> they knew, but we, I never knew because we were on the free channels and we didn't even get all the free channels. Like, there were two free channels that, like, we were missing. And so we, we could get one of them, like, uh, 62. I mean, if you're not in Kansas City, you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, yeah. It was a syndication type yeah. of channel. And we, some days we couldn't even get 62. So, and in 41 was straight out, like we, so we were stuck with like, you know, the basic news channels and like public TV. Woohoo. You know. Well, then you, know, you still got some so, decent stuff because back in the day, you know, you could yeah. see a lot on those channels. Yeah. Um, so anyway. But so, your selections were limited. But, yeah. We, um, with 62 though, so were you, I can't remember, was that Disney Afternoon or was that Ninja Turtles and everything else on 62? 62. We were able to get 62, I think when we moved, when we, no, we got 41. Oh yeah, I guess by then you might have had both channels. Yeah. When we moved to Kearney, we were able to get all of them, which was strange okay. because we were further out from the city. Then we weren't, you know, and when we were in the city, in Kansas City, we couldn't get yeah. some of the channels. But then when we moved out, we could 62, get 62, I don't remember. I think came along a little later. I remember 41. 
Yeah, but 41 also had a lot of, had all the good stuff like in the mornings and the afternoons. That's where I got to watch the Flintstones yeah. and the Jetsons and Woody Woodpecker on Channel 41. No, we, uh, no, okay, I have to go Andy Griffith. edit myself. 62, we did get 62 from time to time because that's where I saw Chili Willy and that's where um, like Woody Woodpecker show where they have Unicef Variety. But normally it was Channel 41 um, that had Woody Woodpecker when I was, when I was is, really little though. Well, see, no, I was Woody older. Woodpecker, I do remember going over to Channel 62 back by middle school age. But yeah, 62 is where... And I was still watching Woody Woodpecker in middle school. That's right, doggone it. Yeah. So I love anyway, Woody Woodpecker. Anywho, back to uh, Indiana Jones. Um, my first one I think I saw clips of was probably Temple of Doom, the heart scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that... Because once again, my cousins, like, they had cable, so they, like, told me all about, oh, this thing, like, he rips his heart out. And I was like, what? You know, yeah. again, like, not understanding the whole thing, but that was the thing that they took away. And... You know, ah, and so anyway. Yeah, and that's what launched PG-13, which PG-13 should have been launched from Raiders with the face melting. Holy cow. Yeah, that was a little traumatic. But by the Ooh. time I got around to, like, watching it, I was, I mean, I was kind of like you, but at the same time, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can tell that that's kind of a model, you know, like, not, yeah. not like watching, was it, there's like a horror movie that we caught on cable at my cousin's house, always oh, a cousin's house. Anyway, because that's where you get in trouble, right? You go to your <laughs> sure. cousin's house. Anyway, so they had like this horror movie dolls that traumatized me for life. That's probably why I don't like dolls. Like, I was always a stuffed animal person, but when the dolls come to life and like start, like, killing people like i just that even though they're like oh no it's ketchup and i'm just like no i'm traumatized now like, <laughs> that ain't ketchup it's just fake blood but still <laughs> yeah anyway so yeah we've watched some stuff as kids like we just happened upon it because the cousin saw hey you need to watch this like this is out and i'm just like no can't do it anyway yeah um anyway so yeah raiders actually um my favorite is temple of doom which is kind of i guess a dark selection yeah. but that's the one that i i don't know i i it's it's different. That is the weird thing. That's my least favorite. Really? Yes. I don't know why why I like it so much, but well, okay. There is a fourth one. I guess it's less than Raiders of the Lost Ark, but sometimes we deny the fourth one exists. I, I don't I don't count that one because <gasps> although we did get that's the first one we got to go to together, and it was on our it was. Uh, that was like what, our five year anniversary, ten year anniversary. I bet it was probably five year. Yeah, I think it was our, our five year and maybe yeah. I bet it was around in there. Yeah, somewhere. I think it was a five year anniversary when that movie came out, and so we we actually left the next day to go up to Omaha and stuff. Mm-hmm. But so, we got that one. Got like, it on video. Like Star Wars, Sam's Club. Thank you, Sam's Club, because that's where we got we got the uh, Star Wars. But we got Indiana Jones before that in a set of three. And I didn't I didn't binge watch those like Star Wars, but I did work my way through like all of them and like would watch them. I mean, I watched those so many times, and that was like when I I can't sleep, so I'm gonna go downstairs and like put in Indiana Jones and you know like watch it and, and then, like, that'll help you sleep <laughs> no it, it actually i i did i would watch it and then i would like go to sleep you know? yeah well i actually had uh uh I, I i didn't have a bot copy i would make copies from from uh, a friend of star wars and so i had like Art. one of the, the big tapes Art. and i would copy i copied the entire trilogy onto one tape and i would actually just play that tape when i was going to bed i would just play the tape let it play through and then yeah. you know when i when i was kind of like groggy and i kind of half wake up i would turn it off real quick and then like oh yeah. let me go back to sleep well, <laughs> and to- then i'd have to pick up wherever i left off you know the next night you know so i guess let me put an age on this like i was not little bitty like we did not get a proper VHS player until I was probably like 10 or 11. Mm. Okay. So this was like post 10, 11, like, you know, teens. Again, well, I'm talking to me. I was in high school when I had finally got a trilogy copy that I had to get on my own. Cause my, I didn't have money to buy it on my own. Otherwise I'd have done it. Yeah. Well, we talked about the THX is what I got copies of on a, a, a side video cassette. Yeah. We, we had a, I borrowed it. <laughs> uh, uh, 
you know, our membership to Sam Club, and that's when it was like members only. And so oh, we, still is. we talked mom into getting the trilogy for us when, you know, and probably she probably only agreed because we were older and like, you know, because mom was pretty good about being like, no, none this, no that. But we did. Well, I'm going to say that for another day. We <laughs> talked my aunt into getting it, renting an R-rated movie for us. Uh, what was it? It was Tarzan. Oh, that one Tarzan, the Bo Derek, and and uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, oh, and Christopher Lambert was Tarzan in that yes. one. Yes, okay, but here, let me let me explain. <laughs> we saw it on T. It was on TV. Edited. Would have been edited, <laughs> right? So we, as kids, were didn't understand that. So when we went to the to rent the movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, Mama Deadless," and my aunt is looking at me like, "Your parents let you." like watch this because well, again i didn't know anything about ratings i didn't know you know just like oh yeah i saw this on tv like it's tarzan Woo! <laughs> and, and, Woo! all right yeah then when we finally watched it i was kind of like oh i didn't realize like the natives were naked oh she's topless and oh, oh, this was not the movie i thought <laughs> i saw on tv and i felt instantly i felt so bad because i'm like man i feel like i totally misrepresented my parents by being like uh, oh yeah we saw it on tv but yeah movies uh yeah. <laughs> whoopsie. Yeah. Whoopsie, whoopsie. Well, again, like we were kids, we didn't know, you know. And this is where I guess I kind of have a, I don't know. Uh, it's a little bit of a hot button issue with what they, what gets put on TV with little eyes yeah. watching. Yeah. Because kids don't understand. And there are things that even in my childhood in the 80s that us kids came across that we should not have come across because cable was available you know it's unedited i mean like they're just yeah and even and today it's worse like you know yeah our rated movies are like almost pg-13 now yeah and and so i just with a little bit more language and everything because yeah if you watch you know rambo first blood part two it's seems really mild mm-hmm. now but yeah. i remember when i was a kid i was like oh my gosh you know yeah but yeah now it's like Phew. I've seen worse than that in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, I feel I feel very strongly about protecting little eyes from things that they're yeah. they're not ready to deal with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but yet I know some little eyes that they watched, you know, Friday the Thirteenth movies when they were little, and they just love that kind of thing. And I I don't yeah. understand that at all. I'm not I'm not into that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I like a good scary story, but I'm not into slasher blood and gore stuff. That's never been my thing. I just don't enjoy it. It's not Freddy fun. Freddy Krueger was the thing that we always. Now I'd never seen a Freddy Krueger movie. Of course, we're going way off the rails. I don't know when I'm going to go there direction well but. anyway but because other my cousins again had seen them we had you know we made up stories about freddy krueger and you know when you're sleeping over and you're like oh freddy krueger's gonna come and get you like i'd never whoever seen falls asleep first is gonna be the first to yeah. die anyway so you yeah. know that but anyway yeah so but yeah so raiders of the lost ark uh and i the fun thing with the 40th anniversary is there's always some company and uh, let's see if this is related to like any uh well it's centennial today Hollywood Spotlight. I don't know who actually what the publisher was, but I found like a 40th anniversary magazine. Uh, also, you know, and I should have brought it where we're recording at, but I got those big tabletop. Uh, I can't think of the name of the company, but they they, they have all yeah. the information. But they treat like Indiana Jones as a real character and all this different mm-hmm. stuff. But the character has permeated video games, comics. There was a Marvel comic actually for a long time. I actually have one or two, I think, Indiana Jones comics. And the other weird thing that was fun, we had... Because you everybody remembers choose your own adventure books. Mm-hmm. There was an Indiana Jones book we had. Oh, now you didn't nice. get to choose for Indiana. You were playing Indiana's nephew or niece or whatever. He was supposed to be like your uncle or cousin or something like mm-hmm. that. You were related, and you were going to go spend some time with him for the summer. He didn't know that you were going to get caught up in an adventure with an Indiana Jones. Of course. So, 
but it was it was kind of fun. It's like I'm going on an adventure with Indiana Jones and a choose your own adventure, and so yeah, that was fun. And I think there was a whole series of those, but we only had one, and I think it was called The Fate of Atlantis or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe that was one. Of, that might have been the name of one of the video games. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I came across one of those one time. That'd be fun when to I find them and read them older. now. Like yeah. I was much older, I think, when I came across something like that. Usually the ones of those choose your endings, it was like, it was fantasy stuff. Like one of my favorite ones was like a choose your adventure. You had a dragon and like you had to be avoid being barbecued by the dragon. And, you know, anyway, all the, you know, high fantasy type yeah. of stuff. But yeah. I think Dungeons and Dragons had a few of those. There was even a Lone Wolf book series that actually was choose your own adventure, but you had to use dice at certain things and have combat. And then if you survive uh, the combat, you flip to this page. If you if you didn't survive the combat, you go to this page and find out how you died. Uh, so I almost completed a book because David was reading it all out loud. My brother was reading it all out loud and I was making the decisions and everything. So we were kind of doing it together and going through the book. And I almost finished the story and then uh, like a you know final boss fight. And, uh, you know, the way it's like, oh, well, you died. You had to start over. And though I cheated with Choose Your Own Adventure. I would keep my finger on the choice. I and if I, if I look, oh, oh, that ended the story badly. We're going to go back and I'm going to take, take, choose the other option. Because I wanted to have a complete story with a, with a happy ending. So I would keep going. Although I did have one book that only had one ending that you get to. Those time machine was that they were, they were Choose Your Own Adventure from the same company. But I had one that was called Civil War Secret Agent. And your mission was to find Harriet Tubman. Hmm. Uh, and so, but what would happen if you're making a wrong choice, you could get caught in a time loop, but then you'd keep end up rereading the same things mm. until you finally figured out the right way to maneuver through a certain thing and follow the right leads. And so you'd learn your history. It was actually educational. You would learn a lot of history and stuff like that. Uh, so that was, you, you, would, you couldn't die in that one, mm. but you could get stuck in basically a time loop. And I did it when I first went through it. I kept getting, it's like, dang it, I keep ending up in the same spot. I, I can't figure out where I'm going wrong here. So... I feel like we need to get like a choose your ending book and like do one on the show or something like that. Like just I we have some upstairs. Oh, actually, have we still. Them, though? Uh, I've read through uh, some. I, I don't have all the books that I had when I was young. I wish I still had the old books. So they actually have been making like board game choose your own adventure style board games. Hmm. So I think they're like cards and you can actually you do it as a group and you can weave your own story together and stuff like oh. that. So hmm. they have ways to play it because it, it never dies. You know, people. Yeah. it's like George Lucas said he brought everything he loved it the serials he liked as a, as a kid and he brought him back into movie theaters as full mm-hmm. films and now all the books we like to enjoy and all the games are back in their own way yeah. uh even you know with a dc comic tech building game that we were, were looking at here that we're gonna attempt to play here uh um, but you were talking about like the choose your own ending cheating like i would try to go through it like honestly at first and then when well, i inevitably would die a horrible death because yeah somehow and you really their- did die horribly in those yes. books too you'd get eaten by alligators like or- i said you know barbecue by, <laughs> you by have a, a kitty cat trying to climb up the chair yeah, we, we're here in the kitchen so kitties like to so we have a table to play yeah. on well it's the begging hour isn't it Getting oh yeah it's four o'clock it. that's when they start begging for their dinner yeah so, so two hours before food time they, yeah. they gotta beg anyway so then i'd go to the back and actually read through the endings and like work my way backwards oh my goodness you really cheated i wanted a happy ending like i couldn't stand i mean i did like i said i would go through it honestly like i actually would go through it more than once like I well, yeah, because you can have different adventures every time. Yeah, go through and, you know, and I and I would, like you said, put your finger here and like, okay, see, where does this decision lead? Okay, now I'm going to go back here and I'm going to go to this decision. So, like, I mean, I'd end up reading the whole book, but, like, I would try to figure out, like, okay, which one was the happiest ending and, like, and, like, go from, you know, 
it, yeah. eventually that's what I would do. And usually you'd have an initial choice at the beginning that could go, take you on a completely separate adventure and then you'd have multiple choices along the way. Mm-hmm. I just tried to avoid anything that had a the end that was a bad end and I'm like, all right, let me go to the other choice. And occasionally though you'd have where both choices were a bad end and like, okay, I need to back up further apparently either or start over. Yeah, there would be times so, that like you... you you'd already the, made a bad decision and you were just going to go off to whatever horrible thing was going to yeah, happen. like the choice would be like, take the left tunnel, take the right tunnel and you don't know which one. You take the left tunnel, oh, you died. I mean, you know... Like, and the right tunnel's, oh, you died. I should never have come into this cave yeah i mean it was if the alligators didn't get you the natives would stab you in the head yeah i mean it was you there was no leading you like some of them were easy to decide like yeah. oh yeah no i don't want to do that like do you want to follow this person yeah. Well, yeah, okay there was one that they knew they were following you you turn around and, and haha you're captured maybe your parents will see you alive again but probably not well there was one that i got that was like a christian you know like choose your you know ending kind of thing you know choose your adventure and it was really kind of too easy because it was like Go with your friends drinking or stay home. Like, no, it's like, hmm, wow. okay, I wonder what I'm supposed to do. Like, it was it was too easy just because oh. I was like, no, I'm a good girl. Like, no, that's not. So I didn't really care for that yeah. book because that was a little too, it was a little too easy to figure out. Like, you know, so the ones that were, like I said, the, the one that was my favorite, that was like a fantasy thing. I actually checked it out, I think, from the library more than once. So that's what we did. We went to the library. We didn't really buy a lot of books, but we yeah. took them out from the library. Yeah. Marymount made sure I had a library card because she had me go and try to read Robinson Crusoe, I think, from there, which I never um, I never finished it. It was yeah. that was a bit too much for me at the age. Yeah, that's um, not, but yeah. I've read through it, but it's it's kind of a it's not a kid's Yeah, and it drags on and stuff until it doesn't get good until like late on. Uh, but we haven't done some of our regular features that we would normally do on the on the show. Uh, being what have you been watching like on Disney Plus or whatever? Uh, which you know, I don't think I've gotten to watch anything. You know, like there's a new episode of Bad Batch, but I'm still enjoying the Bad Batch and you're watching anime. I am I I'm like addicted to Crunchyroll. Yeah. <laughs> they they got anime on there that I some of it that I've I've not seen before some of you can't get like through netflix or you know any of the usual places that you know that typically will have some so but they have everything that like netflix has or h well no they don't have the studio ghibli stuff so they don't have that but well a lot of the studio ghibli is now on hbo max they have a lot of it um that that i like i think disney plus has some of it no, it hasn't shown up there yet. Hasn't really? Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, they released some of them here in the States. Yeah. They should be able to they show it. They released them, but they don't, I don't think they just, they just have certain distribution yeah. rights, but not, huh. they don't actually own those things. So, yeah. but I, I've enjoyed the HBO being on HBO because I got to see things like um, Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, which is supposed to be a, like a classic anime. Like I thought of, I bought you a copy of that though. No. You got me like the wind also rises. Oh well, which is okay. A little drama, um, kind of thing, um, and so anyway. But yeah, I've been able to see, and you got me the sequel of uh, there's a there's two stories where it's got a cat. Yeah, I got the cat returns or something. Yeah, so the cat returns, but then there's one. Um, it's about it doesn't have a cat name, and it's like um, where the heart lies or something like that. And that's actually the first one where the little cat statue shows up, and the girl creates a story for the cat statue. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so then the second one, the cat statue actually comes to life. And then, anyway, so uh, I, I probably goofed up the name. But anyway, so I've been able to see some Studio Ghibli stuff that I haven't. I haven't quite gotten up enough gumption to watch some of the more dramatic ones that I know kind of have a not-so-great ending. Like, it's yeah. a sad ending. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I prefer fun and stuff. Like the last I thing know. I was watching, and we haven't finished watching all of Fairy Tale. There's a lot of seasons of Fairy Tale, but Crunchyroll has a lot more than Netflix does. Oh, I think. Oh yeah, Fairy so, Tale. Fairy Tale's been fun. Uh, uh, I haven't watched it in a while. Um, I've been enjoying. Um, well, okay, so there's a manga called Fruit Basket that I've read through the manga, and but the anime, the first one that they put out actually stopped um, about the halfway point. Um, cause they stopped producing, but then I guess it was so popular that they've redone it. So they went up to that point and now they're actually going to finish it. Hmm. So I'm, and I only get one episode, you know, a week. So when about Monday comes, I'm yay, let's watch the next one. Cause it's getting close to the end. It's so, okay. it's so exciting. Um, but in the meantime, um, I've been watching, um, uh, I think you were watching one piece actually one piece, in yeah. the original language, even with subtitles. Yeah. Cause I couldn't, well, honestly, for the voice actors, I find it more bearable to listen to the Japanese than listening to the English on that one. On that one. Okay, so it's like, sorry, you... sorry, local voice actors here yeah, in the States. I'm sorry. I, I like this sub better than the dub for that particular one. For that, for that one in particular. For that particular one. So, I hope none of y'all are listening to this show that did the voices for that. because <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it is. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a super goofy. If not seen One Piece, it is super goofy, over the top. Like, I don't. I mean, it is. It's just so over the top. If they're um, excited about something, like it is over the top. If they're flabbergasted, they're. That's kind of how anime works, drop. though. Everything is not over everything. the top. I not mean, everything like this take. That's why Philip doesn't like anime. And so this <sighs> one actually, it spoofs on um, some. United States, like American pop culture stuff. So they had a bad guy that was like a combination of uh, Steven Tyler and uh, Michael Jackson. And like, he even like would walk backwards. Like he moonwalked backwards. Oh geez. And he had like the shades and the flashy clothes, but he had like the the very rock star person with the long hair, like Steven Tyler, the big lips. Like it was a combination of those things. Um, the current episode that I just watched that, um, so they're gonna have like a, a boxing match with the, the bad pirate that's trying to like steal their crews or whatever. And so the, the captain comes out with a big fro and like they, you know, like, oh, I'm the big, you know, like the fro has power, you know? Like, okay. Yeah. And so Don and, King reference, perhaps. I don't know. Well, Don King really didn't have a fro, but he had big hair. But yeah, it was like, you know, the power of the fro. It was like, it's the manly thing, it, you know? And of course in Japanese people don't, can't do fros like, at least we've never seen anybody with it. Yeah, yeah they I usually mean, don't have curly hair unless no, they they've got usually, some mixed it's race, very I suppose. Straight. It's usually yeah. it's not curly. So, and I've noticed in some of these, um, on some of these animes, that there is like it seems at least that the showing up in the in the uh, anime, there's kind of like there's certain features that like are African that they think are pretty cool, like the fro, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, I, and then there's it's kind of well, they they like to import a lot of different cultures and enjoy all kinds of different cultures. Apparently, in Japan, so there's, they they embrace all things and enjoy all things. They we could learn yeah. a lot from that. Just they just have fun, yeah. with stuff. And there are some so. things that they put in there that are definitely like Japanese that I, I go yeah. over my head, but. Um, but anyway, no, I, I, that's what I've been watching. So, yep. uh, so then what have we been playing now? Here's, uh, I, I, this is what reminded me to get into this section. You mentioned that, oh, well, I'm a good, 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 good girl. And you were saying, and that when you go through the books, well, you know, I'm a good, decent person. And I have mentioned over the last few weeks, I've been trying to play Red Dead Redemption 2. 
that game doesn't want to let me be the nice guy. And I, I have seen I've seen some game footage where people's meters popped up and they had pushed over to the nice light side. So it's possible. But every time I try to do some good, something goes wrong. So here's and I'm going to make a video. This will be up on the thing. I, I haven't gotten to put a video up on the gaming channel in a while because I've been busy. But I was riding along and I hear a woman screaming. And uh, there's this woman on the back of a horse. This guy is riding hard and she's screaming, help me, help me. So I'm like, here I come to save the day. And I gun the guy down and I go and I get, I, I managed to knock over the horse and everything. And she's like, well, it's better off with him. And she's fussing. And I go over and the same button to pick her up also turned out to be the same button. Oh, no, wait, the same button to untie her turned out to be the same button for Arthur to stomp her in the head. <gasps> And I went over and it said untie and I went to hit it, but it changed right as I got up there and bam, he kicks <gasps> her right in the head. Oh my, that is terrible And I'm like, thing. and it would not let me untie her. I mean, cause I, I picked her up. I was like, oh, well let me take you over here and see if I can untie you if I get it in a different position. It wouldn't let me untie her. So I put it on the back of a horse says, well, let me get you out here somewhere safe. So I ride with her over to uh, this, there's this big ranch kind of near the beginning of the game uh, where you also have your fence where you have, you know, if you happen to get any ill-gotten gains for I, you know, or anybody that I have to kill, you know, I can go loot them. And if, oh, look, you had a pocket watch. I'm going to go and sell this to my fence because mm -hmm. that's how you sell get your money. to your fence? Yes, I have a fence. A guy will fence stuff, you know. So there's a fence. Okay. That's what he does. But I go over, I don't realize see, the fence is right there and sees me, take the woman off the horse and I set her over on a porch. It wouldn't let me untie her. I was like, okay, well, she'll be okay there. They, of course, see that and suddenly have a witness to kidnapping. Now, who is my witness? My fence. And he's booking it. And it just messed everything up. Now, I've gotten into a habit, though. Now, I save often before stuff goes down because I'm like, all right, I'm going to reload that last save before it went, it went stupid on me. Now, That's that also so has terrible. got... Yeah, you, I can't be the good guy. It always finds a way to wreck it for me. And even when I'm doing something cool, it wrecked it for me this week because and this, I you see me, I watch a lot of these videos where there's funny physics or it's game fails where the game itself fails. Yeah. And it's funny to watch, but it's terrible sometimes when it happens to you. So there was another point. I was leaving the town of Valentine. I was going to go. There was a mission over on this other side of this bridge. Now, the main thing in this game, you have the O'Driscoll gang, who is your rival gang. And they're kind of the bad guys. Well, I'm right along and I go up on this bridge and the O'Driscolls are set up on this bridge. And they're like, you ain't getting across this bridge. This is our bridge. And I'm like, okay, well, I just want to cross. Well, we ain't going to let you cross. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, Arthur, we're, what we're going to do, we're going to take our horse over here. We're going to get off the horse. We're going to save our game back here because we're about to throw down. And if I don't live through the fight, at least I can load up the uh, the save. Because if you die, you lose money. And I was trying to get enough money to pay off the $60 bounty I have. Because, oh, which is part of before the kidnapping. kidnapping. No, oh. $60 was a story mission. Oh. I'm being nice, but I do a story mission, part of the actual story of the game, and I end up with $60 bounty on my head. Mm -hmm. With the kidnapping thing, it went up to 65 and I was just trying to go and fence some things. When the kidnapping, when the woman had come by that I was trying to save, I was on my way to fence some items so I could get the money to go and pay off my bounty. Hmm. But of course, after it all went down, my fence ran off. I couldn't fence the items because he was a witness to my quote unquote kidnapping, which was actually a rescue. That woman's life was only worth five dollars. Uh, this is <laughs> all right, like 1890s. 
Okay. Well, I mean, Money's a different thing. We don't have the inflation we have right now. Okay, come on. Well, no, I understand, but still. Uh, it was $60 for the gunfight I'd gotten into the middle of town, but I knew I couldn't go through Valentine until I paid off that bounty. Right. But so, but this is after I finally paid off the bounty, but now I want to go to a mission and I need to go through Valentine. So anyways, I get to the other side of Valentine. As I've said before, now I've saved my game before I'm going to go to the bridge and get in this fight. Mm-hmm. And I have a sniper rifle that I just happened to get. So I get behind a tree and I bop, 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 and I gun down all these O'Driscolls. I'm like, well, cool. So I go over to the other side of the bridge and the, you know, the prompt on this thing says, hey, if you steal that, if you take this wagon, you can fence it. And it's, oh, it's an O'Driscoll wagon, probably full of their ill-gotten gains. I don't mind taking it from the other bad guys. So I get on this thing and I turn it around and I'm riding back through and I'm going to head up and I'm going to take this over to my fence. That's great. Now, as I'm riding along the trail, I come across another wagon and I'm going to go and pass him on the right. They decide to make a right turn right into me. Bad game physics takes over and my my cart and everything is flipping and flying through the air miles away. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, cool. I have a save file. Let me just load that up and we'll do this all over again. It's a little frustrating that I have to go and do the cart thing again. Of course, when I get in there, they're not at the bridge anymore. But I did find that they had a camp over there. I'm like, I'm going to raid this O'Driscoll camp. And I did. I went and gunned them down and I took all their stuff anyway. But I couldn't go and take a wagon to go fence it so I get the extra money. But I've got all this. I've saved all this video. I'm going to put this out because I'm having a love-hate relationship with this game. Because it is fun. I don't like it. Even from the quote funny videos that happens. Like, this is not a game I would ever want to play. It looks terrible. Well, it is the same people who make Grand Theft Auto. But this is kind of fun because it's like you're living in a Western. But as I've said previously, I wanted to be John Wayne in this game. And they're making me be Clint Eastwood. Nothing against Clint Eastwood. But Clint Eastwood's style was very different from John Wayne. And I like John Wayne movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to be the good guy. I'm a white hat. I want to be a white hat cowboy. I want to be Wyatt Earp. And they're making me be a, one of the, you know, the cowboys. And I feel like I should have a red sash be running for my life because you tell him he's coming and hell's coming with him. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm unfortunately, that's the character I'm having to play, but it's still, it's just fun. It's like a Western simulation, you know? So it's, it's fun. So it's like, Oh, this is fun. But then stuff like this happens. You're like, come on. And I've even kind of learned how to play poker a little bit. Cause you know, I'm trying to win money there and, mm. There's a lot of fun things you can do. Yeah. Which, okay. It's the other thing we're playing. We're still playing Animal Crossing. And here's where I have a funny story. So uh, I was talking to a coworker. And he, his daughter plays Animal Crossing, and they were they went out for dinner. He's taking his, uh, he doesn't get to see his daughter that often because of divorce or whatever. But, but he was with his daughter going and uh, and and you know having dinner. Uh, and she went on. He said for about like half an hour rant that she all she ever does is catch sea bass. And that's become a joke with us. Yeah, so it's become a joke because it's it's true. You get stuck catching the same stuff and you never get new fossils or new animals to go in there. But then June came June, in. June, yes. And suddenly it's summertime, it's a new month, and new animals are out there. And also I've learned, oh, something we weren't doing, going into to Tom Nook and saying, what should I do? And he says, hey, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to get KK Ryder to have a concert, but we need more people to move on to the island. And he starts coaching you through the next parts of the story missions of the game. So like, there's a whole new level of things we've been able to play so this is the game that will never end for us well i have just liked that june has opened up like the sharks i yes we got some great white sharks and nurse sharks. since i was a kid i have loved or great whale, whale sharks, sharks not nurse sharks i have loved sharks even when i was a kid i was like 
you know, watching John Cousteau, you know, on public. You mean Jacques Cousteau? Jacques Cousteau. What did I say? You said John Cousteau. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Well, well we Jacques came from different John areas because I saw Jaws and I did not like sharks because I saw Jaws and that's probably why I never learned to swim. Well, okay. So, <laughs> yes, I, I had not seen Jaws, but I was the kid that when we crossed the Missouri River to go see um, my grandmother in North Missouri, like I was afraid. I'm like, there's sharks down there. I'm looking for sharks, you know, because I was afraid of sharks. But I was also kind of like this fear like cool because I, I see the you know the people in the cages with the sharks and I'm like I wouldn't be in a cage with a shark like no you know I still want to do that although I have to say as an adult and I guess reality being more prevalent than when I was a kid it does kind of scare me a little bit because not to mention you give me a flipping heart attack if you want to get out in a boat in the ocean, we want to go somewhere uh, or somebody even that I went to, to college with went somewhere where they had dolphins like following the boat. And they got, yeah. Sorry about that on the microphone, y'all. But that that would be so awesome. Well, and I, dolphins or maybe go and see whales. Whales. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Whale I'm not going to go shark watching. Although all right, we did get to pet a shark at the zoo you know, yeah. before they have a, a pet a touch tank. But yeah, I, I still would like to get it. But it's a like, different shark. Cage and watch the sharks like, you know, nope. Swim around and all that stuff. Nope, because so. I have seen Josh. And I, I that clip from the movie is like, uh, so you go in the cage. Cage goes in the water. Shark's in the water. Our shark. Farewell to do what you got from the spare Spanish ladies or whatever it is. Farewell to thee. I'm like, that's exactly what goes in my head. You want to get in a cage? I'm like, oh. no, I'm sorry. I will have a heart attack and die on the boat while you're in the cage. Well, if it was little sharks. Little shark would still bite your hand off. No. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Not Give me one of those little suits of armor in no shark cage, and I'll go to the bottom and like feed the little sharks as they come by, and, and you know. It'd be more fun to play with the dolphins. Anyway, no, I agree. <laughs> I would like to see the dolphins. I'd like to see whales. I'd like to see manatees. I'd like to see all that. Yeah, manatees would be fun too. I really, really want to see manatees. Yeah. I love manatees. I have, we need to go Walt Disney World. They have manatees. I don't need to go to Walt Disney World. There's, oh, yes, there's other places that I know, have but that would be a fun place. in a higher concentration than Walt Disney. It would be fun, though. So anyway, it would be fun. But yeah, no, I, the sharks have been amazing. Although I got to say when, what was it, the coelacanth? Yeah, it was a coelacanth that I caught and it vibrated. My, oh, we're talking back into the game again, yeah, the by game, the way. Sorry, we're back. We're back to where we started from. Anyway, it vibrated so much. It really scared me, honestly, because I was like, Holy, what in the world have I caught on this thing? You know? And then, and then, yeah, then the whale shark, and then yeah. And it's funny is when you pull. I haven't caught a hammerhead. I've you caught, caught a hammerhead now I've too. Caught a hammerhead, and I've caught a sawtooth saw. Yeah, sawtooth shark, but it's got the bill. It's got the saw. Uh, on it. I haven't caught any so of that. I've been catching. But I caught the sharks. the great white is the first big one that I caught, and that flipped me out because it was huge, and it landed. But it, this huge thing come flying out of the water when I'm fishing and lands, and I'm catching. I'm like, what in the world? We'll see. The yeah, the first shark I caught was a whale shark, and that was the one. Yeah, where I was, like, I was like, my character is hidden by this giant shark. Yes, yeah, so it's like, know. I caught a shark. So, and I'm keeping one as a pet on the island, and he's in a little tank where he can't move. It's see, I think he looks I so sad. Bad. I'm like, oh. And see, this it's is It's not where, a real shark. It's a video game shark. I know, and this is where I, I don't even like I him. swear one of the cats is playing with a broom. I see it wiggle every once in a while. Oh, probably rub it on it. Yep. Got it. Got to rub on it. Anyway, so like this is where, I guess, me and Jeremy differ. I feel like I don't want to pillage these islands like entirely, so I don't catch the butterflies. Yeah, she's playing conservationist. I'm playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> and like, there's certain like I love frogs, so I don't. I catch frogs. Like I've got one to give to the museum and one to put in my house, but I don't sell the frogs. I don't sell the tadpoles. I put the tadpoles back. Like I, I'm sorry. Like I, I just can't help it. Because you realize when you put it back, it just goes out of existence. 
I no, it no that's longer not the exists. Way I think. It's back in the water. It has disappeared. It's like um, I caught an arowana. It's been taken out of the ram and it no longer exists wow. until it is loaded up from the cartridge again. Anyway, the caught an arowana and when I took it to the museum and Blathers is all like, oh, this is a really endangered fish. I still haven't caught one of those or this other shark thing that's supposed to come out in the rain that you mentioned. I haven't caught any of this stuff. It's not a shark. Well, you said it was huge, though, and it scared you because it was a big it, vibration. It was, yeah, it was huge, but it's not as huge as the sharks. Well, you're catching all, you even caught a marlin, and I had never got to catch a marlin. Well, that one that one likes the piers, too. But see, you caught the mahi-mahi off my yeah. island, and I haven't even seen one. That was the first time I'd ever seen it, and you caught it off my island. Yeah, you mean? Same thing with the dragonfly. I never saw that band of dragonfly until you caught one, and I was like, oh, there's different Now they're everywhere. Now. So... At least you got to catch a firefly when they popped out. Because I'm, yeah. I'm the one that told you, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, so, okay, I can't sleep. Let me jump in here. and like, fireflies are everywhere. And I was excited. Cause, Have you caught a mosquito? Yes, okay. I caught a mosquito. Um, yeah, and there's still some I type catch of, a lot of mosquitoes on the trees that I've I still haven't seen. I haven't seen any of them. I've seen the, the drone beetles, yeah. which basically I call June bugs when they're, I see one in real life. Yeah, they're probably like a June bug. I think that's what they are. But there's some other beetle you said you saw, and I haven't seen a single one yeah, of them. Yeah, there's like a stag beetle that I was able to catch, and there's another one. It looks, from what I can see, because I was trying to go around my, my beach chair to catch it, and it freaked out and buzzed off. Scaring the bugs away. It looked like a Goliath stag beetle or something like that. On, if That'd I, be fun. So anyway... You got to fish at the night. Like all these things that I catch is always. I usually dark. I'm in, I'm in bed because I get up yeah, early. I, I get up really early. So. I know. But that's when I'm finding them is I'm catching them. <sighs> evening, so. Yeah, no, it's not fair. Yeah. I can't, I can't stay awake that late. I mean, and even usually. the stuff that you're like the coelacanth, you're supposed to be able to catch it on rainy days in the sea. And every time it's anytime. raining, even if it rains on your island, I go to your island in the rains. Like maybe I'll catch one here because you caught one here. Yeah. Well, I mean. Not happening. It still only happens in the evening figures you know? although i do yeah. have to say i had a moment where like i was trying to catch that mahi mahi after you caught it i was like okay off the dock let me sprinkle the food around and then i caught a great white and i was like that's kind of concerning that you threw bait in a great white the thing that concerns up. me and uh, the thought that i've had is you go out swimming into the water to go collect sea life i'm like wait a minute we've now established there are great white sharks in these waters and i'm going swimming in them what in the heck well i know i i think that too could well and hammerheads will eat people too like they they've attacked people but like yeah when i was you know swimming for like you know clams and whatever you know that not clams but the like you know the sea grapes and the, all the all the, kinds of sea anemones and all all this fun you know, stuff in the water dive for sea creatures and stuff i thought oh there's a this was in my head i was like oh there's a fence around so there's no sharks but then June came, and I had that same thought. I was like, like "Look, a great white shark was crap. in the water when I fish." And I've had because when I go to an island, like I use my little nook miles, and I go to the island, I will go through the island first and pick up all the things, and I'll do the fish and do all that before I get in the water. So diving is one of the last things that I do, and no sharks, no sharks on the beach, no sharks, any of that kind of stuff. I go swimming, diving, and then I see a shark. And I was like, you were not there before I got in the water. Well, because it generates it when it's time. I know. And you can see the sharks because their shadows have a fin on them. And, they have a fin. And but now really we know subtle. it could also just be a sucker fish. Yeah. If it seems like if it's the daytime, it's going to be a sucker fish or a whale shark. Like that yeah. seems to be yeah. a more often sucker well, fish. Well, thing is, though, if you were to happen to swim towards the shadow of that shark, you'd scare it away. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the way this game works. It is a game after all, and it is aimed for children to be able to play and actually even learn a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So the museum is actually fairly educational. Yeah. You can learn about some of the animals. Yeah. 
it's very light but it's it's a game but yeah. still i mean this is this is a thing that they meant for kids to enjoy and parents to enjoy with their kids and we don't have no. any kids and we're still just having fun playing with it i still i like insects i like bugs i like creepy crawlies so i as as blathers is like you yuck bugs that bothers me because i don't want kids to be ooh yuck bugs because bugs are are good and he was even freaked out by butterflies. So, yeah. but he's just—he's just a character. But I—I kind of have fun freaking him out because you can give him a group of things at once to donate. But if I have bugs to turn in, I like to turn them in one at a time just so he can ah, and, and I freak make out. Him tell me what they are about. Yep. So he can freak I, out I, the whole time. Yep. And I love waking his butt up in the middle of the day when he because because it's funny. He goes who who and he freaks yeah. out when you wake him up. It's like yeah, that's a that's you know nocturnal guy. That's mm-hmm. funny. I like messing with blathers. I like blathers. So. Although I gotta say, like I hit that B button to be like, okay, yeah, can smack it? Yeah, blah, blah, we have blah, learned blah, how blah, you can blah, you can blah, skip blah. that, but especially during stamp days, like okay, I've done the stamp thing, I understand how it works. You don't have to tell me this every day, Blathers. Come on. I feel like you know when you're turning in your cards, you sit there for five minutes, dude, dude, dude. You know, just hitting B. Yeah, hit the B button until we clean out the text. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we've been playing now. In movies, we have not gone out to a movie, but uh, so Cruella opened it to a $26 million. It was a $200 million budget movie, uh, but that's still a pretty good opening. It was behind uh, The Quiet Place 2, which we never saw the first one. Now, I don't intend to see it, but I may watch it when it comes on Disney Plus for free. Right now, it's on Disney Plus a premiere, and if you have a large family, $30 is fine, I guess. Uh, because you, you actually are saving money compared to going to yeah. the theater. I'd rather go to a theater, but there's only just the two of us usually if we go to a theater. But here's here's what I'm gathering from the opinions I've gotten, and, and mostly uh, I've seen a lot of positive. But the positives I've seen, I've seen uh, one guy who had very low expectations. Like, well, you know, because I had low expectations, I was actually able to enjoy it because it was better than, the, than I thought it would have been. Uh, then I've seen the people who were just super excited and they were just going to enjoy it because uh, I, I've learned a lot about Disney fans and there are Disney fans that just nothing Disney can do no wrong. They they really they'll just love everything. They just eat it up, and that's Slow fine. The that's fine. You, you go drink that Kool Aid and have fun. You you go right ahead. So, but I don't necessarily get opinions. I've also though seen somebody who like, well, I really didn't enjoy Cruella, but also I saw this person didn't like Big Hero Six either. So I'm like, okay, so I don't think I have similar enjoyment of movies as this person after all. So uh, I might enjoy it, but also what I've heard makes me think they tried really hard to replicate. Because, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the things that was kind of fun about that is the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of commentary on, oh, people really liking the soundtrack on this, but I've also heard people say, like, wow, they just loaded as many songs from the 70s as they possibly could squeeze into every square minute of this movie. Uh, yeah, that's too much of it. Yeah, they yeah. might have overloaded, but, you know, it seems, though, that they're trying to make the movie popular by saying, all this music, see, aren't you having fun hearing this music in the movie? And, uh, you know, it really seems to have a lot more in common with Harley Quinn movies, and it, it feels so unoriginal, uh, everything I see, and even what I hear about it, I'm like, this doesn't seem very original at all, and uh, I, I want some originality for crying out loud, but I, when, when this gets to where I can watch it with already the, my paid subscription to Disney+, Plus, I'll probably sit and watch it, and I'll... I'll come in with low expectations, so I'll probably just have some fun with it and just move on. Uh, Although I'm hearing, I am hearing that their sequel is maybe being talked about as Uh. well. So, but yeah, they are kind of, I've also heard that you got to take this as an alternate reality from the classic film, 101 Dalmatians. Mm. 
Uh, so I'm like, yeah, I like the old classic film. I haven't watched it in a long time, but so I'm still interested, but it, apparently people are enjoying it. So if you're kind of sitting on the fence and you're thinking about going to see it and you're kind of want to see it, then just go ahead and see it because you're probably going to like it. But if you're kind of like, eh, I really don't want to, that's okay. Wait. And you know, if you want to later, maybe check it out later. So, but you know, it has been getting a lot of positive stuff I've been seeing in a lot of Disney groups on Facebook. People seem to be having a good time, but a lot of those are also where I find a lot of the people who are nothing Disney can do no wrong. Uh, I've also seen some reviews on uh, like YouTube that the guy, you know, he doesn't like anything though. So, and that's part of his thing. I'm like, oh, it's okay. So I'm not, I can't really take your opinion as so much valid either. But uh, you don't need to kind of decide for yourself. I'm not going to go and watch this one, unfortunately, right until maybe later. I might check it out. Uh, I just because I do, I do like, you know, Emma Stone. I really like her. And then Emma Thompson, she's always fun. Uh, so I do like the two main actresses in the movie. So I would kind of like to, you know, watch for their sake. Because, you know, Emma Stone, you know, of course, in the Amazing Spider movies was Gwen Stacy and, even though La La Land, I didn't like the ending. I thought she was pretty good in that. And let's see, what else have I seen her in? I think that's about it. Uh, and then Emma Thompson, though, has been about everything from the uh, the not Mary Poppins. Oh, um, Nanny McPhee. Nanny McPhee. Although I, I didn't see the second one, but that first one, uh, she's just great in Nanny McPhee. She was great as Professor Trelawney. Uh, she's just just an all-around great actress. So, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give Corella a pass. Like, I'm yeah, not, I'm not gonna. Worry That's about okay. It. You don't have to watch it. I might check it out. That so just, just you know, it's. I guess I I'm not a fan of um, villain R- movies. Yeah, just in general. Um, I, I mean, I like unless they're movies. done right. Like Joker was really. Although I wouldn't recommend it for you. I don't. I don't like I said. I don't care for villain yeah. movies. I I guess maybe I'm too classical. I like my good guy, my bad guy. Yeah. There, I don't, I don't know. I just unless we get a good villain movie where Elijah is just nasty and we can enjoy the nasty, because that's part of what Joker was that it was a scary, thrilling movie watching the slow, deep decline into madness, and it was disturbing to watch. Yeah, that's not, no, but it was, not. but that's what made it good is they didn't, they didn't hold back. They didn't try to make him like completely sympathetic, which Ocarella is going for. They're trying to make you sympathetic with her, but the Joker, you weren't yeah. sympathetic after. And you, at, at, what, at the beginning, you're like, oh man, this poor guy. But then after a certain point, you realize. Ooh, it, when you, you have a major incident, you're like, I don't feel sorry for you. Now you're scary yeah, and you're getting scarier as it goes. And you watch the d- descent into madness and it's it's compelling and it's a good watch. But yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for you. See, again, uh, I don't, villain movies but, don't yeah. do much for me. I'm trying to think of any movie that I've watched that's been like focused on the villain that I've enjoyed. Now, okay, so um, what was it? You did not care for it, but I thought there were some okay parts of the um, the movie, which we do not speak of. Yeah. Yeah. So we will uh, not speak of it. It does not exist. Neither does its sequel. So, but uh, we're actually running close to an hour now, and we have not cracked into this deck building game that I wanted to kind of crack in and play live, which. Uh, I guess that's okay. Maybe was, when, Philip will have more fun than you will, but you might have yeah, fun. I you mean, like to play games so, with me. You're uh, just so competitive that. Yeah, that's yeah. D, it's better if we play together than if we oppose each other. Like other, yeah. so, the DC comics. Like if I can just kind of what I know. Um, I mean, I like Wonder Woman. Like yeah, from, and you can play as Wonder Woman in this from, game. Like you know the the TV show. Like I kind of saw a little bit of Wonder Woman when I was a kid. Uh, probably of the characters, like I'm just looking at the box here, uh, Batman. I probably actually watched more Batman, like the animated series Batman. Because oh, Batman's everywhere. Than of probably any of the other ones. Um, I mean, we yeah. watched the Being Flash Being a Batman fan is, I guess, bit. now what they would call basic because it's like he's everywhere. 
So it's like, I don't <laughs> yeah. Care. I just, that's kind of what I guess it is now, but that's I'm, okay. I'm just trying Batman's to still, explain. You know, cool. I, I'm not all of these people. I don't know the cyborg. Yeah. I know from a little cartoon from the Teen Titans the Teen cartoon. Titans yeah, cartoon. But that apparently is not like who he is in the comics. Or like, uh, I think there's enough similarity. Yeah, the, the Teen Titans kind of did lightened it up and lighten the tone of things and had more fun with it. But I enjoyed that cartoon. But I've never yeah. really the you first know read one, a lot the of DC. One I didn't. I don't know. Yeah, the, the Teen Titans Go. I think was aimed at a young audience and the younger audience did enjoy it and that's okay if that wasn't just, it wasn't yeah. that same what the we like one that we saw that first little teen titans when they were basically teenagers you yeah know, like, that one was fun that was fun i enjoyed it um, so which i need to see if that's on hbo max i'd watch that again um we watched the flash for a little while when it was on uh yeah the cw flash and yeah. everything yeah it was it was good for a while and then i kind of fell off a lot of the cw well, it got shows a complicated for me i guess it, yeah. it just kind of Timey wimey wibbly wobbly. I don't know. Stuff happened, and I just kind of yeah. Welcome to multiverses, and then uh, Marvel has dove in with the MCU. It's like, oh, we're gonna bring our multiverse in. Oh, which is something else. Speaking of Marvel, that I want to make sure that we talk about before I uh, we go. I guess we're not gonna get a chance to play this game, but so this week on Friday we got the full opening of the Avengers Campus in Disneyland. Uh, now Disneyland is not fully open to everybody outside of California just yet, but they're working on getting that that going. Uh, so unless you live in California, you weren't able to go. But they did have a premiere opening, sort of like what they did with Batu when they opened up uh, Galaxy's Edge. And they had, you know, Kevin Feige was out. They had uh, even Anthony Mackie came out and got to introduce the, the Sam Wilson Captain America, which the guy they got to, you know, they, he's got even the same beard. He looks almost like Anthony Mackie in the costume. It's very, very cool. But this is very neat. We've got to see a lot more detail. Of course, we'd already heard about the PIM kitchen or the PIM test kitchen and the fun oversight portions uh, that you can buy and also shrunk down portions of the funny goofy meals that you can have. I've also heard stories of you can get a very overlarged and expensive sandwich, which I guess is meant for your whole party to be able to eat on the sandwich because it's been quote unquote enlarged. Uh, so they've had a lot of fun with, you know, shrinking and, and growing food, quote unquote basically, uh, the food that you can get. Uh, they also have like I think two if not three shawarma places so you can go and try shawarma, which I've never had shawarma so I, I would do that. Yeah, I would like to try it. Yeah. For the heck of it, I feel like we can get shawarma around here. I somewhere. bet we could. I, I bet somebody's got, got it somewhere. We got somewhere that has some Greek food. I think because I think it's like a Greek thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We have to look it up. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. ethnic, but I'm, I'm not. So yeah, it'd be fun. Probably good because I like eros. Uh, but we all also gotten to see now, of course. The uh, well, before we get into the main ride, main ride over at the web facility, the Spider Man ride, uh, I did get to see some footage of the Doctor Strange show, and I got I must have actually a little disappointed in it. Uh, I mean, it is it's kind of neat, you know, he comes out through a portal and they're using, but they're using prop magic and and a, a digital screen to make him seem like he comes out of it and then he closes a door and he's got some sort of story of things but i thought this was a real opportunity to have a good high quality illusionist do some street magic do it maybe some up close but do it big enough for an audience and there was just uh, like three prop tricks that they did uh, and it was just kind of come out and it was kind of boring and it, it was like oh well that was my kinda, interest I mean, it didn't hold love, my interest i love dr strange like of the you know marvel people that have come out and had movies of them i really like dr yeah strange. it was a great fun movie and yeah that was one of my the marvel movies that i really yeah like, and really they enjoyed 
it just didn't carry and because they should have had some big magic and doing some like real live magic get an actual magician illusionist to come out and do a full show as dr strange would be awesome and that's really a star opportunity but you know when, when they get it open there they have time to kind of make some tweaks some adjustments and everything and and do more than just a few prop tricks well and this is this is disney like bring on the holograms bring on the you know whatever all well outdoors i think it can be difficult to do some of these holograms and oh, they've yeah. got them as an outdoor show I just lights, magic, act like do you know something like, big. Do something big and even if you have to put it indoors to make it yeah. you know, that way, then that would be better because then it then you could actually make something neat out of it. Yeah. I mean, and it was not to say that it wasn't neat. I kind of yeah, liked, it's, it's kind of neat, but it I, wasn't what it could have been. I don't mind prop magic and I don't mind yeah, magic. It's but, obvious slow it's obvious that that's what that was. Yeah. It's I, like, I yeah, I've seen that. things that can do that before, you know. Yeah. You know, the whole like, oh, that one there here. looked like it was a chain bag. And yeah, then one, it was some pretty good puppeteering he was doing with this other thing. And he had like this puppet thing. But yeah. it's like, man, I've, I've seen better tricks than this. I, and I wanted, to, I wanted to see some good like magic tricks. You know, make yeah. me believe he's really doing something. Uh, and then, the other, of course, the other things now. So they have the web, which is like the it's like worldwide engineering or something labs. But this is where you go through. And they have a bunch of teenagers that are working to... They're, um, I forget what the word is, where you're trying to kind of replicate uh, like superpowers by like, and like they're backwards compatible, not backwards compatible, backwards, backwards ret retroactive, you know, retro, retro engineering, reverse engineering. That's the word. Thank That's you. It. They're trying to reverse engineer different kind of powers and they've come up with like web shooters. And Peter Parker has gotten to be part of this program. And he, well, we're going to make some technology for some of our heroes. We're going to make some for, for Spider-Man. He's actually, you know, I've gotten to meet him. You know, he's kind of comes from that angle. And they do have Tom Holland as Peter Parker. But this is, this is basically a shooting gallery. But he's, he's make these little, spider bots and he gave them a feature to self-replicate but the self-replicating goes out of control as you go into the queue for the ride and they're just replicating and running walk and you actually get to go through on the ride and it's got 3d it requires 3d glasses but as you fling your arms out to fire webs you're trying to web up all these little spider bots and i've even gotten to see where in these stories you can buy like if you want a repulsor blast you can fire like repulsor blasts, like Iron Man style. You can have different things that you can buy in the store that'll actually interact on the ride. Plus, they have other ways it'll interact apparently around the uh, the park, and they're fun things to play with at home. Uh, and plus, okay, y'all, I just turned 44. It was my birthday. If you haven't bought me anything for my birthday, somebody can buy me a spider bot. I think they're adorable. I they, want one. Like I said, they reminded me so much of those virus bugs from Wreck-It Ralph. They kind of do. They look so much. And then when yeah. we were talking about how they self-replicate, I'm like, it's the virus Yeah, it's the virus bugs. But it also, you know, it's, 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 they're just, they're really kind of cute and fun. They're little remote control, little spider bots. I would eyes. like one. They're cute. And I don't like spiders, but these are cute. They're cute little toys. And I, of course, I want a droid from Galaxy's Edge too. I watched Adam the Moo put his droid together this week. And I'm like, oh, I really want one of those. Now, but, the, uh, yeah, the droids were cute. The little droids were. I, yeah, that would be fun to put together. And, although and I'm have. not sure if it's worth the price yeah they're expensive like you really have to plan little, ahead little gouging on that one, I think. Uh, yeah yeah but it, it is a remote control device remote control things are expensive yeah. but you do pay disney tax that's <laughs> what yeah, we call it it's, it's a little yeah yeah that's kind of the way it works so, but, uh, so the, the Avengers campus is now open and they, they have, you know, you can see a lot of different characters. Now, one thing I, this, this will be another thing I hope they manage to fix. And it is still a pretty cool that they managed to do this. So they have about, 
you know, they have a lot of stuff that will happen up on the top of buildings or not, not necessarily on the roof, but on like balconies that you might see Black Panther come out and fight some villains or whatever outside, of, you know, where you can watch it, you know. Uh, but they'll have, say, Spider-Man is up there and he'll be like, hi. And they have Tom Holland's voice already voiceover coming out. So he just, you know, the actor, of course, just waving. But there'll be other people being Spider-Man. So this person will, of course, be he's a bit of a gymnast. And you watch him kind of parkouring around some stuff and then. And then he goes behind a thing like he's supposed to be going up on the roof because he wants to test out a, a thing to a web sling from like a launch him. Now, from here, you've got this animatronic that we got to see some footage uh, that they were they were worked really hard on this thing. And this is very difficult to do, but it got it to where it'll kind of web sling and then fly. And it, it kind of does a flip when it works right. It looks cool. It'll web sling and kind of does a flip and then it drops somewhere out of sight. And then another person dressed as Spider-Man will come out as if Spider-Man has done a web sling and flip around. You know, we're going with imagination. But I've seen a lot of footage of this thing looking like if you took a toy and flung it through the air oh no and so it's not doing the nice tuck and roll with it that the animatronic was i've seen it It'll, it can kind of tuck and roll and looks really cool when it works but i've seen more often than not it's not tucking oh, and roll no. it's kind of flailing and tumbling badly through the I'm air having visions of like an action figure yeah if you've ever just when you were a kid, a kid flung gi joe into the air and he just kind of tumbles recklessly that's what this thing is unfortunately looking like and that's i know it's a super difficult thing for the and it's amazing they even come up with something to make it to do this yeah. to make it look like spider-man was website slinging and, and over through there and i you know given some time they'll work out the bugs yeah but right now it's like man i it doesn't it doesn't always look I, but i've seen footage when it works mm -hmm. and it looks cool but i've seen more footage of it not working right and it's kind of funny looking because it looks like blah! <laughs> it looks more maybe like Miles morales trying to learn the ropes compared to peter parker who's been at this for a while um, but maybe i don't know maybe they're pushing the technology a little too but that's but that's exactly what Walt would I have mean, them do. Know. Push the technology, Push come up with new things. I know, but if it's not, here's the thing. Like, okay, so when I was, uh, as a, an interpreter for my naturalist job, there was like a rule of like, you know, yeah, technology is great, but it, it should not be used if it detracts from what you're trying to present. And so right now it seems that it's doing more detraction. Yeah. When it, you like, you know, okay, when it works, it's great. But if it's more often than not, not working. It's it, funny still. So it's still entertaining. Take it back and tweak it and maybe change, maybe instead of doing a little tuck and roll, maybe it just does a swing. You know, but it's supposed to be launching from the swing, and then it's got to land over at the thing over here. That way, the other guy can come out as if he's been, was the, the animatronic. I, I haven't seen it, but I'm yeah. just it, it's, it's, it's been pretty funny to watch when it's gone wrong. But it's it's cool when it works. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's a, it's a great idea, and I you know I got to see you know a long time ago when they were testing this out and working on the technology to make this so we'll do it. It's like. And you can see where they were trying to work some of the kinks out of it, and I, I, it's and that's something that's like super difficult to get to work right because you're you're flinging it through the air, mm -hmm. and you're just hoping that it it it, it forms and does it tuck into where it should flip. You know, do do like one decent flip is what they're aiming for. Well, and and it's, that's the cutting edge of where robots are right now. Yeah, is to trying to make them look more like a, a per like yeah. function and look even with um even with like the computer animation the thing that i guess bothers me the thing that i notice the most is the lip movement yeah to me i i when i see bad lip movement that it's it's either over exaggerating like the mm. o's or yeah. whatever or maybe it's not the especially like the top lip is not moving realistically like it it bothers me throughout whatever it is that i'm looking at yeah and i don't know why but it's always like around the mouth that is hard but, yeah. you know, and, and for robots and, and that kind of thing, the getting the arms and the legs to move realistically, yeah. I mean, they're doing such great things with, you know, all of that stuff. But it's, we're on it's that cutting perfect. edge of trying to get that more perfected, yeah. you know. 
Uh, yeah, because even the animatronics that are amazing to watch, they don't seem quite, they don't move exactly like a human. They're almost more fluid in their movements, but they are fun to watch. They're really, really neat. And so, but it's still the, the idea that you can watch Spider-Man in person swing through the air is still really cool. So it's still really entertaining. It's just funny when it kind of seems to... I know, you kind of like those goofy fails. I don't know, for me, I always feel a little cringy because I feel bad for the people who are putting it on. Like they want it to go well and then it doesn't. And then... Yeah, but it's better than that than to do it as a stunt and have risk that somebody might, a stunt might go wrong. But they are, the guy who comes out on the other side is actually hooked to, and they've got a crane thing above him. So you can kind of tell that there's a crane for him but it's kind of neat that he's able to go like oh i'll be down in a minute and he goes and climbs down the wall basically I mean, and you can tell he's on a wire but he's looking like he's climbing down the wall he'll go out of sight and then the, the person who's going to meet and greet with the guests will come out of another spot as if he was still so you've got about good coordination and with, with, yeah. with the robot you've got like like three different people playing as spider-man uh, before he gets on the street level, and so, but that's that's just cool. The effort they're putting in to yeah. try to make it. Uh, so, yeah. you know, they got to work a few bugs it. out, but that's that's still just really kind of fun to just bring it, bring you to to life, and have an area where you feel like you're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. and in a campus where heroes are training, and you will be taught as well. In fact, you can meet. Uh, and I, I thought they said her like Okoye. I always get her, you know, get her name. I, lo- I lose her name because she's not a major character, but she's a cool character. But uh, the the main bodyguard that Chitala had. Oh, you know, okay. Uh, and yeah, they got a, they got a oh, name for cool. that particular card. They have somebody as she that. So cool. Yeah, she's yeah. very cool. But I never quite catch her name, even when they've said it. But it sounded like it's like a, some something similar to Okoye. But I might be getting that messed up because we had Christian Okoye, a Chiefs player, a long time ago, who was from Nigeria. Yeah. Um, but she comes out, and actually, there's a show, and she teaches some stuff too. I haven't gotten to see any footage of that show yet, but I'm sure I will. But how cool is it that they even have her out there? And we've even been hearing that uh, they are planning. You know, because we've lost um, uh, the actor. Oh, my golly. Yeah, I, I, uh, she's going to have a series on Disney Plus about her. Oh. So I'm like, well, that could be cool. I, I, can, I can probably get into it because I think she's become more of a character in the comics as well. I don't, I, but I don't read Black Panther comics and stuff. And I haven't gotten to read really anything in a long time. Yeah. So, One of my favorite things about the Black Panther movie was... The lady bodyguards. Yeah, they were pretty and, awesome. And that the you know, and then his sister was with all the you know the, the technology yeah. and stuff like that. Like it was, it was just really neat. And and the way that they presented it all, like it was so credible. It sometimes sometimes you watch, oh yeah, we've got the strong women heroine, and it seems forced. But that one, the way that they made the story and put it together, like it didn't, it, it was genuine. Like you could, like you believe these women can kick butt. Yeah. And Take a bunch of men with them. Like, they can just... I, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's kind of like... Uh, and this is actually... You know, I was talking with uh, Brian from The Real Brian Show. Uh, we were talking about this, like, in Star Trek. The original Star Trek. Uhura was just there. Yeah. And that's all it took. There was no... Look, a black woman is doing an prominent role on a starship. Nope. She was just there. She just happened to be black and a woman. And she was communication. And she was awesome. But it was because they didn't make a big deal. She was just there. It had a huge impact just putting it there and not making a big deal. That's all you got to do. Put a character there and don't make a big deal about that being the character. And And just let it be natural. In order for the believability. Yes. This is supposed to be a time of advancement. This is supposed to be, you know, we are accepting all like we're overcoming all the vices, you know, back in the, the ancient times, which would be like what our period is. 
that makes more sense for her just to be accepted as part of the yeah. crew. She's just there. Instead she's of just like, doing the thing. Yeah. Token, token. And, I, and they call on her multiple times to be like, hey, work on the communication. Like, you know, communication goes down because inevitably it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like a Star Trek. Okay. And she's the only one that knows how to fix it. Yeah. You know, that's what she they, does. And it's then they thing. would have times where, you know, she's singing, you know, in the, in the, you know, rec room or whatever they call it there. Oh yeah. yeah she yeah, would yeah, do yeah. her songs. And then you have some of the, like, uh, what was there? Some episode where someone down in engineering, like he's there all by himself and Kate, can I hear a song? And so she sings and, you know, for him while he's down there. And then of course there were other people in the rec room and stuff. So they really let her talents be shown in a way that was very natural. Yeah. And that's, and that's the way you do it. Yes. That's the way you, you just, you know, you don't, don't force it. Just let him just mm-hmm. be out there. Just stick him there. The one thing I do And don't make a big deal. You're just like, here they are. And they're just fitting right in. How in the world did they get those big old speaker things that suck out of her ears to stay in there? You know what I'm talking about? Like their little Yeah, she'd have that little thing that she would like listen in on. Giant it probably had, it probably hooked around her ear or something. <laughs> Stuck in her ear. If I ever get to meet the actress, we'll ask her. I, I would, yeah, I want, would like to know how does that, did they actually have like a plastic piece that went around her ear? Because usually I think her so. hair was pulled back. Like yeah. it wasn't, you know, down. Yeah, it was, it was, her hair was really styled for so, the 60s. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you want to talk about style for the 60s. What was the, it was Ensign, the, the girl with the blonde hair and all of the, like the giant. Oh yeah, giant hair. Yeah. Yeah, still in there. Well, well heck, even if you watch the original Star Wars stuff, you can see like it still has that 70s and 80s hairstyle, which is why the prequels looked a little weird, I think, with the hairstyles because they didn't have some of the hairstyles were little, pretty much part of their time. A little, yeah. I can see it with the sideburns. Oh, yeah. Like the sideburns for like, especially like the Imperial officers. Yeah. Um, a little bit with Luke's hairstyle, kind of like a moppy yeah. thing. Um, but it was the hairstyles was the old product of the time that they were made. Princess Except for Leia's hair Leia's was always creative. Was very Yes, was very creative. I yeah. do see a little bit of the times with it being longer because that longer straight hair, you know, was kind of a 70s, yeah. 60s, 70s kind of thing. And or 80s. Or 70s. Yeah. You know, um, but they did really good to try to make it look different enough from the modern that yeah. you didn't notice you don't notice so much it's when, yeah. like people like us we go back and we watch it over again like oh yeah that one is definitely of the time you yeah know? anyways we're chasing that rabbit around too um so all right but we're not going to get to the game we've gotten uh about an hour and 15 into the show uh i think we've come much wrapped everything that at least that i had planned uh we have now talked and then we've chased a bunch of rabbits i don't even know what to call this show this episode has been everywhere. I mean, we talked about everything. <laughs> Husband and wife blathers. Yes, we, we, we have talked on and but see see how well we just kind of start talking. But see, we've been married now. We that we actually hit our anniversary. We've been married eighteen years. We dated four years before that. Yep. And then we were kind of, before we were even dating, there was time we were kind of hanging out and everybody was, yeah. the, it was a will they, won't they. It'd make a really good movie or a television show. Oh, well, speaking of television shows and a lot of will they, won't they, the Friends reunion thing was kind of a big deal this week. I actually went ahead and watched it, but I've never really watched much of Friends. I watched some Friends, but. I watched some Friends. Yeah. But I watched the reunion this week. And so, but that was kind of the other big thing. And I was like, well, that was interesting. And it was kind of fun to just see everybody. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Although we we did kind of agree. That was it. We did kind of <laughs> agree that when the whole um, uh, oh, the two like they were together and then. Uh, oh yeah, they, uh, they were the problem they that happens. Apart, yeah. Together, and then we both agreed that like the show could have still gone on if they'd stayed together. And honestly, that's when I dropped off. Yeah, that's that's I think what kind of started to kill it for me because a lot of television they don't know what to do when they've played with the characters like oh well will they ever get together and then they kind of like oh we got them together and then they got to figure oh we got to pull them apart because we don't know where to go with this anymore. Yeah. That happens on a lot of television. So, yeah. 
Uh, but anyways, I think it's about time we just go ahead and wrap this up. So we hope you all had fun with this. Uh, you know, this was kind of a, a very random type of show. Uh, we meant to talk about all the stuff while playing the game, and we just, we've never even opened the box. So <laughs> I'm, we're going to play this game and talk to it. I have also have a Haunted Mansion game I want to get out and play and talk about with the fun of playing with that Haunted Mansion game. Cause I, that's kind of like life, isn't it? It's Haunted Mansion life. No, no, no. Or that's a different game. I have that. Life. I've had that one for a long time. Oh, but I've okay. got... This is a Haunted Mansion game. It is a game of the Haunted Mansion. Oh. And this is where you try to not get uh, scared. I feel like you would have an advantage on that one because you've actually been to the Haunted Mansion. That doesn't give me an advantage in playing a game on it. Okay. Yeah, but, we, we, but this is one I, I got it uh, last spring while we were quarantined. I managed to, to get myself a copy of it, and I was, we never got a chance to just sit down and play it. Mm. But you're trying to collect ghosts without getting spooked and scared away from it. A little more up my alley. Yeah, it'll be fun. We need to play that one too, and we'll probably play that as a live as a podcast or do a video or something. One of these days, we're gonna special edition or something. We need to play. There's a lot of games I have that we need to play. So, but yeah, we didn't get around to playing that one. We just talked about stuff. But uh, I don't have my ending sounder yet. But y'all got to hear my new opening. I hope you enjoyed that. And I want to give some thank yous and shout outs to them. And of course, that'll be in my ending credits. So what you you heard there was uh, Ricky Pope of uh, Christian Nerds Unite. It's a podcast. Go check that out. If you happen to be a Christian nerd, then you know, you'll know you enjoy it. If not, you might still enjoy it. But uh, he, he, I heard a really good episode where he uh, he got into Lord of the Rings and some of the, you know, Tolkien being a very, you know, very Catholic person, he put his faith just kind of naturally came out in the Lord of the Rings. So, but he, well, he went even to the book. So very, very cool episode. But you know, he does things like that. Uh, also, you heard Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite and Wall Show, which is, I believe, nationally syndicated uh, radio program. That's actually the morning show we can at the place where I work. Huh? Um, I think I think one of them might be from Missouri. I think mainly from Arkansas. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, but they've worked, I believe, in Missouri. I, I believe. I don't know. I don't know all the details. But Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite Wall Show. Check your local listings and see if they're playing on a radio station. They have a, have a fun show that we hear every morning. Uh, and then also you heard from Karen Kennedy. Uh, she lives in Australia. That's all I know to say about her. I don't know if she's got anything. She used to sing with the Saguaro Sisters, and I hope I said that right. Now the Saguaro Sisters was actually her and I believe her two daughters. They're super talented. They when they sing on their own, they were just like the Andrews sisters. Yeah, I mean, they're really good. I've got a CD where they're singing with Will Ryan, who yeah. Will Ryan's been on the show. Uh, when Will Ryan would have the Cactus County Cowboys, and he he's a great songwriter. Just writes these great. He doesn't call it country songs. They're western songs because he sings cowboy songs, and they would sing with oh. But yeah, she's super great talented. So thank you to all those who helped me make this new opening and go and check out their endeavors uh, if they have one. And if, if Karen Kennedy has something she's working on, she moved back to Australia. I think they're from Australia originally. She moved back there and got uh, married, if I remember everything correctly from Facebook. But yep, so she's in Australia. I don't know what she's doing there, but she's a tremendous talent. So if she's doing something cool, I you know hopefully she'll let me know so I can tell everybody about it. But thank you for going in here. And uh, you know what? We haven't used any of our catchphrases because now we're saying to Neverland and Beyond. Remember, of course, to keep a pixie in your pocket. That's that young at heart you know, positive attitude that you keep in your pocket and you can pull that pixie dust out and share dust out to share it with others. We're still talking pixie dust here. Also, one of the news things we tell everybody, get lost. And what I mean by that is when we enjoy our good stories, books, movies, games, or whatever, and you kind of lose yourself into it, sometimes you lose yourself is where you actually find yourself. So I'm going to put it on a t-shirt eventually, get lost. So when I say it, I'm not telling you to go away. I'm telling you, get lost. Not all who wander are lost. Exactly. But go out and wander and enjoy something fun. So I want to. I got to make sure I say that in the right way and enough to where people understand what I see when I if I end the show and say, "All right, get lost." Make sure they know that I'm not telling them to go away. I'm telling them <laughs> go get lost in an adventure. 
find just heck even we went to the zoo that's a you can get lost in an adventure having going to the zoo yeah oh yeah and uh, you have the unfortunate luck of uh, oh a flicker just landed out there yeah yeah flickers are back there we got birds in the backyard sorry uh but when we went on uh, our five-year trip back to Elma, the Omaha Zoo, you got pooped on by a fruit plat. Yep. And we went to the zoo this time. We went to go feed the lorikeets inside a lorikeet cage, one sat on your head, and dropped one eye on your head, too. You have to understand that I have a whole lifetime of being pooped on. And, yeah, that's this kind of your role in life. I've been pooped on by cats and turtles and snakes and... I don't even know. I haven't even kept a track of what all I've frogs. So if we I go mean, somewhere and someone's going to get pooped on it, it's will be you. Be me. Yep. I, I am the giant poop target. I, I don't know. I feel like I need a big target shirt or like hat or something. I don't know. I just, it says poop here. Poop here or yeah. something. Well, that's a great way to end the show. It was poop here.